Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef. No other beef so fresh can be so tender presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. Mmm, Kroger Tender Ray Beef. It's delicious. Yes, one word suits to a T, the one beef that's always fresh, always tender. Delicious. That's the word for Kroger Tender Ray Beef, the best eating beef you've ever tasted. You know it's tender because by the original Kroger Tender Ray method, the top U.S. government grades of beef are made naturally tender without aging. You know it's always fresh because by the Kroger Tender Ray method, there's no need for wasteful aging, no time for loss of savory juice. Yes, Kroger Tender Ray beef is world famous because no other beef so fresh can be so tender. Yet it costs no more than ordinary beef. And listen, Kroger guarantees it's the best eating beef you've ever served or your money back. So visit your neighborhood Kroger store and buy your favorite cut. And don't forget, when it's Kroger Tender Ray beef, you know it's fresh, it's tender, it's delicious. Keep in mind, too, your Kroger store is where you get Kroger Tender Ray beef, the finest beef value in town. And now, hearts in harmony. All survivors of the mid-ocean crash of the Atlantic Clipper Seagull, which was bringing Johnny Keith home from South Africa, have been taken off the ill-fated plane and are on their way to hospitals or on their way home. Six died in the accident and four were injured. But the list of casualties had not been released when Penny Gibbs last inquired. At the moment, though, Penny is on the phone at the community center saying... Thanks, Mother. Yes, thanks for calling. Bye. Angela. Yes? Yes, Penny. Angela, that was Mother. They've just released a casualty list. A friend of Mother's on the newspaper called and told her about it. Oh, Penny, I can tell by your face it's bad news, isn't it? No, no, it might be good. Johnny's name wasn't on the list of killed or injured. Oh, he wasn't. Oh, how wonderful. Penny, you ought to be so happy and relieved. I would be, but it's still too soon, Angela. Too soon? I don't understand. I mean that the list of survivors isn't complete yet. Mother's friend cautioned that the casualty list is far from official. There was so much confusion in the rescue. Oh, I see. Well, then there's still a possibility that Johnny's among the injured. No, no, it might be worse than that. They flew the injured in from the scene of the crash. They arrived in New York last night, and their names are definitely known. Oh, Penny, you mustn't think that Johnny was... I'm beginning to wonder, Angela. The ship that picked up the survivors landed in New York early this morning. I, I know that Johnny'd have called or wired the minute he could. Oh, Angela, these last few days have seemed like the longest in my life. Well, I can understand why, too. Well, I wish the days were as long as they've seemed to you, at least this day. The center opens tomorrow, and we haven't even started with the decorations. <laughs> well, we'll have them finished by noon tomorrow, Angela. That'll give us about three hours rest before the ceremony. And how we'll need it. Maybe we'll even be finished by night so we can rest all morning tomorrow. Hazel and Wendy and several of their friends are coming over after school to help out. Oh, they are. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Then we will be through tonight, Penny. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, I know it's selfish of me when I ought to be going over plans with you, but I can't get Johnny out of my mind. Well, frankly, I can't either. 
I hardly know him. But Penny, just worrying about him won't help matters. I remember during the war when I heard that Robert's battalion was going to action that last time. All I did was worry about him, but it didn't bring him back. Nope, worry won't help, will it? <laughs> oh, golly, why were we even given the power to worry? We'd be so much happier, wouldn't we, if we could just say to ourselves, if it has to happen, let it. It's fate or something. There's nothing I can do about it. Well, when you look at it honestly, Penny, just what is there that you can do about it? If Johnny's all right, he's all right. And if he's, well, if the worst has happened, it's over and done with, and there's nothing you can do about that either. Waiting and wondering gives you a helpless kind of feeling, doesn't it? A helpless, useless feeling. Oh, yes, it does. Look, maybe if we get to work and get busy for a couple of hours, the, the time will fly past and you'll hear from John. <laughs> All right. Anyway, there's a lot to be done, even if I don't feel like doing it. <laughs> well, let's start with the game room, shall we? Uh, but it isn't fair to stop and play any of the games. <laughs> oh, Angela, you silly. <laughs> I had a nice game of ping pong with one of the workmen this morning. Well, it was nice because I won. Oh, you're good, are you? Well, I have an idea he let me win. Oh, Angela, that's just like a man, isn't it? A man thinks he's so much better than a woman, he has to let her win every now and then. Well, a lot of them feel that way. Personally, I don't like it. <laughs> Neither do I, not a bit. Come on, let's get to work. Shall we start here in the game room? Yeah, we might as well. We can hear the phone ring in here, can't we? Oh, yes. Your mother's staying home, is she, in case there's a message from Johnny? Yeah, there are several people home, in fact. Jay didn't go to the office today, and Freddie didn't have to go to the farm. Oh, Helen went out, though. Went out to the farm on the bus. How are things getting along now that Helen Burroughs is back? Oh, they seem to be going along smoothly enough. I'd like to meet Helen Burroughs. She sounds a little crude, but interesting. She is interesting. She's kind of pathetic, too. I feel kind of sorry for her. Sorry for her? Why? Because I think she means well. I, I think she wants to do the right thing. She seems to have a warm heart and a real appreciation of better, finer things, but she just hasn't had the chance to learn how to conduct herself or act or express her most simple feelings. She sounds like the result of no education. It's not just a lack of education, Angela. It's the life she's known, if you can call it a life. Rough, tough, and empty, I imagine, huh? Heartbreaking. I don't think Helen's ever known kindness or what it's like to have a friend. No family? No home? No, I don't think so. Family, I mean. Her mother died when she was a child. Her father, well, I don't know what happened to him. He had the same hard luck and hard life he handed on to his daughter. As for a home, well, she's like Freddie in that respect. She had a place to go, to eat and sleep, but it was a shelter more than a home. Well, you seem to know a lot about her. Does she talk too much? No, no. Most of what I know about Helen I got from Freddie. She and Freddie knew each other years ago in New York. They were kids in the same neighborhood. Oh, street urchins together. I suppose they have a lot in common. They did have. There was some kind of an affair between them. Oh, nothing serious, though. <laughs> Boy-girl romance. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was it. But now they're worlds apart. Yep, Freddie's far different from the boy he was when he first came to Rossville. That was some time ago, I understand. No, not too long, only about two years. Oh, Angela, he was impossible in those days. <laughs> you wouldn't know he was the same person. <laughs> really? Uh -huh. That speaks well for Freddie. I was always under the impression that he was a farm boy. Oh, no, no, I don't family. think Freddie had ever seen a farm until he went with me to visit Nora's father last spring. Honestly? Mm -hmm. How did he learn farming so thoroughly? 
I talked to him the other day, and though he didn't say so, I got the impression he grew <laughs> up on a farm. Oh, he learns quickly. He's really an intelligent person, Angela. You know, he couldn't even speak properly when I first knew him, but in six months' time, Nora had him talking as if he'd never said an ain't in his life. I have a lot of respect for a person who can improve himself so quickly. Yeah, I have a great deal of admiration for Freddie. Of course, he still has his faults. Oh, heavens, don't we all? <laughs> yeah. But Freddie's fault is not thinking, even though he's certainly capable of it. And when Freddie stops thinking, there's trouble because Freddie doesn't make little mistakes. He makes big ones. And what makes it worse, I suppose, is that Freddie never really means to do anything wrong, yeah, does he? Yeah, you've hit it exactly. That's what makes Freddie such a problem sometimes, Angela. You can't scold him too much for his mistakes because he didn't mean to make them willfully. He made them without meaning to do anything wrong. Are you? In here, Freddie, washing out a few things. Oh. Hey, let me do that for you, will you? No, no, no thanks. This is part of my job. I can't very well help you with yours. Well, I'm not doing anything but taking it easy today, Nora. Well, you have a rest coming to you. You worked almost every day for months. Every day, just about. Uh-huh. I can take it, though. Oh, so you got that shirt of mine in there, huh? Uh, yes, I have. Will the lipstick come off the collar, or does Helen use the kind that stays on forever, Nora? No, I got it out all right. Nora, I feel like a heel about that. Nora? Hmm? I, uh, I don't know why you didn't get sore. What good would that have done, Freddy? It wouldn't have helped matters any. But you're plenty mad about it inside, aren't you? No, Freddy. Just, just a little hurt. I didn't... Look, Crickets, there's something I want to tell you about last night when I was out with Helen. No, you don't have to tell me anything. But there's something I want you to know. Helen wanted to come right home after we ate. Going up to the hilltop to watch the moon coming up was my idea, not hers. Well, that's perfectly all right. No, it isn't. And the reason I got lipstick on my shirt collar... Well, that was my idea, too. Not Helen's. She told me not to, but I did it anyway. She told you not to get lipstick on your collar? No, Nora, look, don't make a joke out of this. You know what I mean. I'm trying to tell you, Nora, that everything that happened last night, coming home late, reason for the lipstick, everything was all my fault, not hers. I think it's nice of you to say so, Freddie. It's true, Nora. I'm glad it is. I wouldn't like to think that Helen was at fault. After all, I've done everything I can to be nice to her. I know you have. That's why I want you to know that she isn't double-crossing you, Nora. She isn't making passes at me behind your back. Well, now, look. Maybe... Maybe we ought to take this as a warning to both of us. What do you mean, Freddie? a warning? Well, I mean, let's get rid of her. We tell her to beat it before there's trouble. But she's not causing it. She is the cause of it. Is she? I don't think so, Freddy. Well, let's, uh, in a nice way, sort of hint that maybe she better move on. Where? What'll she do? Where'll she go? She has no home, no friends, no no money. Well, we can give her a little money. No, no, Freddy. Don't you realize what you're suggesting? You want to penalize and punish Helen for something that you've done wrong. But, Nora, that's you exactly don't understand. That's exactly what it is, Freddie. And that's wrong and unfair. But I... Helen came here in good faith thinking that we wanted her. 
And we're not going to turn against her because... Well, because you're silly about things sometimes. Yeah. Guess I am at that. Sorry. Don't be sorry, Freddy. I love you in spite of the silly things you do. One thing you don't do, though, is to hurt people. So don't start hurting people by punishing Helen for your own wrongdoing. Okay. Okay, she stays. But, Nora... Yes? If I come in with Helen's lipstick on my shirt again, you just let me have it, will you? And let me have it good, because... I think it's just what I'll deserve. So Freddie is still afraid of trouble because Helen Burroughs is in Rossville. Is Nora's kindness toward Helen going to bring nothing but heartache to all concerned? And what about Johnny Keith? Is he on his way home to Rossville? Or is he one of those unfortunates who lost his life in the plane crash? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Mmm, mmm. Kroger Tenderay Beef. It's delicious. Why, of course, Kroger Tenderay Beef is delicious. It's the best eating beef you ever tasted, for it's the one beef that's always fresh, always tender. No other beef so fresh can be so tender as Kroger Tenderay Beef. Yet it costs no more than ordinary beef. And listen, not only does Kroger offer you the best eating beef you ever tasted, Kroger also offers you more meat for your money. You see, Kroger has a special way of cutting beef that gives you more meat, less waste. Before Kroger cut beef is weighed and priced, Kroger removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. So to get the most, to get the best, get Kroger Tenderay beef. Ladies, plan now to visit your Kroger store. That's the only place you can buy Kroger Tenderay, the one beef that's always fresh, always tender, always delicious. And remember, at your Kroger store, you get more meat for your money because Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store soon and get the finest beef value in town, Kroger Tenderay beef. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another thrilling transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. <laughs>